And just like that, we have time traveled a year into the future. Wow. We're back. Tess, do you remember? Uh, it was summer 2019. And ha- have you had a chance to listen to any of those episodes at all? Like the right. old ones? Probably not. Yeah, I don't think, like, probably most of our listeners, I forgot our podcast existed. No, <laughs> Is anyone still out there? I'm just kidding. They probably are. When this pops up in their feed, they're going to be like, what? Um, I got an email um, from our boy, uh, Guy Dudeman, you know, and he's still doing his thing. Um, oh, I like to hear that theme song again. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my segue. Here, wait, wait, wait. We, I almost forgot. Um, <clears throat> uh, my name's Eric. My name is Tess. And you're listening to Same Team, y'all. goodness uh theme song by our good friend guy dudeman yes. <laughs> okay first of all wait we should real quick before we start like reconnecting and but yeah how, how good does this feel oh, i feel like <laughs> remember i was really worried about doing this online through zoom because i thought we would lose but i feel like lose that connection but i feel like you're on the you're sit well now it's like you're sitting on the table in front of me Instead of across the table. For me. I still have a table in between us. Do you? Oh, yeah. Do you're you like. Tea? Do you have your tea? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't have you're any. You're so rusty, man. My mouth is. <laughs> Here, I'll take a sip for you. Mm. What, what kind of tea are you drinking? I'm drinking, you know, the good people at Arizona Tea. I've heard of them. They make a, a stress relief tea oh. that has, it's like a decaf herbal tea with like B vitamins in it and stuff. And I like to also put a little drop of CBD oil in there and mm. just like mellow, you know, everything out. Just have another your, uh, Does it work? Does it do the, do the trick? Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. I well, you'll have to enjoy it for both of us. I am like so oh. out of practice. It's almost like it's been a year since we've done this. You should probably uh, explain what yeah, our thank podcast. You. Look what I did. I got <laughs> notes here. I took notes so I remember what our podcast is. Uh, I have notes. <laughs> did you take notes? Good, good. Okay, let's look. Uh, first thing on my note, uh, the podcast is called Same Team, y'all. Uh, uh, this is a podcast uh, where two librarian best friends uh, get together on a. <clears throat> fortnightly basis to discuss our loves, tales, and life lessons, all in the hope to remind the world that we are all on the same team. How'd that feel? So, sometimes it's fortnightly and sometimes we just take a year long break. <laughs> well, I feel Don't like so, if we have any, um, if we have any returning listeners, uh, we were, we were gone. We were on a mental health sabbatical. So we're back now. The Welcome world. Back. The world needed us. Um, We're answering uh, 
answering the call. Yeah. I should also yeah. mention too, um, a lot of things have happened in the past year. Do you remember the date of our last episode? I don't. July 31st. Oh my. Or so 30. Pretty much a whole year ago. Yeah, almost. almost exactly. I did the math. It was 24 fortnights ago. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I missed a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. We got paid the same though, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our our uh, crazy podcasting compensation is zero dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, also, I should mention a thing that's different is uh, Tess and I are communing through the the Zoom net- network because uh, we are currently in separate states now, right? Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. we would. We would have had to do anyway if it wasn't for a pandemic, you know. That's true. Yeah, we. That's that's the thing that's happening. <laughs> okay, I made a fun list. Did you get my text earlier about things that have happened since the past? Yeah, year? you said you were gonna recap the year. I'm, I'm looking g- forward to it. <laughs> okay, so I only. Okay, real quick, listeners, I wrote a list of updates since our last episode <clears throat> in July of 2019. Um, I don't know how many of these things you remember, but um, remember last episode I talked about my wrist pain and me going to an orthopedic orthopedic surgeon? Yeah, how'd that go? Update listeners, I had something called mommy's thumb. Have you heard of this? Oh yeah, this from holding the baby? (laughs) Yeah, from picking up Freya in a certain way, uh, uh, hurt my thumb. Guess what guys? They put a cortisol injection right on my wrist. Right as rain. Okay, cross that right off the list. Uh, Check. (laughs) Here, wait completed uh i talked <laughs> with i talked with our hero lev grossman <clears throat> sure did yeah. i did yeah yeah uh lev grossman I, is the author of the magician's trilogy i got to speak with him at our library uh, comic-con event and now you guys are best friends now we're we're practically soulmates slash <laughs> for life <laughs> well i was gonna say practically soulmates slash strangers you know <laughs> Uh, uh, you and I are, uh, we're both librarians, but we work in different library systems now. That's true. And actually I have your job. You left your job to Mm -hmm. go to a new job. And then I took your job and I like, I really enjoying introducing myself to my new coworkers as the new Eric. And they, they all seem to like it too. And they're like, Oh, Eric, you have a lot more hair than we remember. It's a classic joke. It's like really, really good. Like, uh, uh, I'm glad. Are you digging it? Is Lynette Town treating you well? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, should we save good. it for? Should we save it for the tales? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, uh, Tess is at my old job, and I'm now working up in Virginia. So we're in different library systems, but still best friends. <laughs> Check. Check. Uh, oh, I'm getting ready to move. Uh, up in um, up in northern-ish Maryland. Check. I'm getting ready to have that happen. Uh, fall. Uh, Freya's getting ready to start Maryland School for the Deaf. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that on the cast a few times in yeah, the fall. If if schools are open, then yeah. she will. Mm-hmm. Check. On the last episode, do you remember me talking about our um, me and my mom having kabucha classes? Yes, I do remember. Do you remember that? that? This is crazy. How's your kombucha going? Well, bad news. Uh, oh, oh. So the kombucha is is brewed. The scoby <laughs> got oh, no. some kind of 
a fungus or a mold got in the the oh. big vase we keep it in and the scoby he does not it does not live anymore so no, no. <laughs> it got so very sad. yeah it got moldy and it it fell apart and uh scoby's That's dead Magic. Yeah. Um, um, and also, uh, last thing on the list. Well, actually, no, I, I got two more things. Things that people are probably aware of certainly existed before the last episode of our podcast, but now um, seems to be in the limelight. Um, Black Lives Matter movement, right? Even more so than ever before. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's been going on. And yeah, the were you going to mention the sickness? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I have here in a small, small um, uh, worldwide pandemic happening. Yeah. Currently. Uh, what are the, uh, do you know, how's the uh, COVID-19 infection rates doing uh, down there in Maryland? Since I'm up in Virginia. Oh, Eric, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I try to not think about it. Yeah. I, honestly, I was talking to um to some of our mutual friends today i had a meeting with our friend jill and our friend shannon today and i was just saying i don't know who to believe about anything because i feel like stuff is opening up and there seems to be a lot of people not wearing masks and so that makes me think oh well it's maybe it's going away everything's gonna be fine and then and then i heard that the european union is like done with america and they're like no Americans can come here because the sickness is ravaging your country. And I'm like, oh, maybe things are, are not okay. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Well, I saw a couple. So I was, what I was doing, I was sitting out on, on a front porch on a cloudy night and I heard that same news article. And then up on the clouds, there was like this, uh, it was like a searchlight that had this big, it was like a rainbow. It looked just like that up in the clouds. And I was like, <laughs> we must... We must start the cast again. We've we've been summoned. Yeah, it's there's a lot of um, contradictory information out there right now. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it, it's right. We all need to get on the same team. You know, I was. It's interesting that we're talking about this, and it's almost the Fourth of July, because uh, I was talking to my beloved husband Brett, and I said, "Well, what are they doing in Europe?" that we're not doing here like how how have they squashed it and we haven't and he said well um you know the cultures are very he said well one population density is different between those countries and our country and he said and also just there's a lot of cultural differences and differences in government and um and he said one of the cultural differences is that americans don't like to be told what to do like <laughs> we that's kind of like that's kind of like the foundation of our country is like, don't tell us what to do. We'll tell you what we're going to do. And I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of what George Washington like fought a whole war. <laughs> oh man. What would, what would George Washington do now? Like if he was here, you know, you're so, here. Can you summon him? Like, can you bring him onto the cast or, or at least channel him in some way? I can't. I feel like, he would just shake his head at this point you know because his like when he was uh when he was leaving office he gave a very impassioned speech about how he's really worried about how the country was 
dividing itself into two parties and how he didn't really think that was, he's our only president who wasn't affiliated with a political party. And he, he felt like that wasn't the way to go. And so I feel like if he was here, he'd be like, I told you so. <laughs> well, I remember, I remember that song. I remember that song in Hamilton. I remember he did the whole thing. I'm still waiting for my fig tree, by the way. Where's the fig tree at? <laughs> You remember that, right? Yes, of yeah, course okay. I remember that. <laughs> but geez, I'm only like so stoked for Hamilton to be on Disney in a few days. Oh my god! I ask you, it's on the third, right? Is that when it is? Very excited, yeah. We should like. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, do you remember how this podcast goes? What's the <laughs> thing we do next? Oh, I believe the next thing we do is talk about stuff. That oh no, that. <laughs> Not the stuff. Let get back into a test. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the next so, thing we do after our small talk? I believe, Eric, that you have an inspirational quote for us to listen to. Okay, so guys, we got uh, things got a little serious there, right? You know, there's a pandemic everywhere. There, there seems to be contradictory information. Um, people appear to be on different sides, um, uh, not just in terms of what we should do as far as wearing masks or following procedures, or should we open up the economy? Should we keep it closed to keep people safe? Um, whether, whether particular people's lives matter or not. Yeah, is it? Yeah, exactly. I, I, <laughs> my particular opinion is not very well hidden when I say perhaps lives, <laughs> Amanda, I drive Amanda nuts when I say stuff like this. Uh, uh, for new listeners, that's my wife. Um, when I say stuff like if we live in a society where we have to ask what's more important, keeping lives safe or making sure they make dollars <laughs> so that they can feed themselves, maybe we need to rethink the whole thing from the bottom up. And I know that's like a weird thing to say, but guess, guess what? Things are about to get all uplifted up in here. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Do you remember the theme song for a quote of the week? No. There isn't one. There isn't one. That was the test. Okay. okay. You ready for that? Well, maybe this will be the new, maybe this will be the new theme song. Here's my quote of the, quote of the episode. Here we go, 
from the song uh, decided that it did not like my ad blocker. <laughs> oh, oh. But you know what? We got through it together. What do you think of the song? You know music stuff better than I do, right? I like it. It is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So this song is from, it's called, you're not going to believe this. We'll get through this together. And I guess it's inspired by Governor Andy Brashear's use of the phrase uh, during a news conference at uh, Kentucky. He's the governor of Kentucky. I guess he used the phrase. We'll get through this together. Um, and then not long after that, a group of friends at work at, let's see, let's see, this is, um, here we go. One of the people that worked on it said, uh, his name's Bob Stamper. It was designed from the beginning. Um, from the last month that we worked on it as a measure of hope in this season of distress, says Bob Stamper, who runs an IT company in Madison County. Uh, he's also a worship leader in Real Life Community Church in Richmond. He said the song started off when uh, Jeff Everman of George. Oh. <laughs> okay, here we go. I don't want to, though. That's not <laughs> We got through it together. Thank you for letting me know, by the way. I appreciate that. You're welcome. welcome. I was was trying to listen to you, and I was like, I'm going to get it. No, I didn't get it. (laughs) Basically, it started off as uh, Bob Stamper, who runs an IT company in Madison County, Kentucky, said the song got started when Jeff Everman of Georgetown, he works for Metronet Telecommunications Company, and he started exchanging emails on April 9th, right after the press conference, about a possible song. Uh, All the portions of it were uh, recorded um, from people's homes using Zoom software and then uh, put together. Look at that. That's beautiful. Um, I like that a lot. Yep, there are four writers that started conducting musicians and singers that they knew or contacting them. Individual, individual artists did their own thing for the recording. And their website is called KentuckyAsOne.com. Um, and you can register and uh, download the audio file for yourself and all that fun stuff. So look at that, man. What they get think? it. They, well, I was looking for a quote the other day and I was like, what is this beautiful song? Okay, it's all done. <laughs> Excellent quote, Eric. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, thank, well, thank you. The whole quote was the whole song, I guess. <laughs> okay, you look like, oh, so we discussed this. Well, here, let me just hit play the stuff. Um, are you ready for some stuffs? Weird. <laughs> Loving. <laughs> I know, that was the wrong segment. I'm sorry. This is the stuff that we love. We love! This is the stuff that we love. We love it so much. This is the stuff that we love so much. Yeah. 
if we have any new listeners, Stuff That We're Loving is a segment where we talk about stuff that we're loving. Do you remember why, Tess? Why do we do this? I do remember why, because the more that you're looking for stuff to love, the more stuff that you will see. And that's very important, especially in these troubling times, to look for for bright sides and silver linings mm-hmm. and, and uh, anything positive. And because if you're not doing that, you can easily get bogged down by all the negativity in the world. So look, look around for the stuff that you love and just take a moment and, and say, you know what? I really love that stuff. Yeah. Hey, I love that. I, I would say too, um, uh, like e- even though there's a lot of kind of scary stuff going on right now, um, it's okay to love something, right? I think there's a little bit of like guilt about that. Like I was off, you know, we were off for like three months and I loved my time hanging out with Freya, but it's easy to feel guilty. Like, oh man, I was at home and, and frankly, you know, getting paid and a lot of people aren't that lucky, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we discussed so this. Love- what was that? It's okay to love stuff. I it's agree a, with you. Guys, it's okay to love stuff. Did you end up deciding to pick two loves that were your current loves or your two greatest loves of the, um, oh, the twenty the 2019 <laughs> fiscal year? <laughs> <laughs> I just pick one of each. Okay, okay. I picked one that I really loved during the hiatus that I remember at the time thinking, oh, my gift. I wish that I had a podcast to talk about stuff that I love so I could tell everyone about this thing. And then I picked a, a more recent love mm. that currently the focus of almost all of my love. Okay. <laughs> Who should go first? Um, how about you go first? Okay. I was going to rock, paper, scissors it. I'll go first. Well, dumb. I don't know if this is on your list or not. It, it <laughs> rhymes with shmanimal sh- schmashing. Is that on your list? <laughs> No, I've got something that rhymes with Ranimal Rossing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've got Shmanimal Schmashing and you've got Ranimal Rossing. Should we I just. Know, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're of course talking about Doom Eternal. <laughs> <laughs> we're of course talking about Paper Mario. We're of course talking about. Um, yeah, we're talking about Animal Cry. That's got to be one of your things, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Here's my switch. Yeah. Let me to show you. Is that um, an Animal Crossing themed one? What's it look like on the back? Well, Let me see. It does have it has Animal Crossing decals on it. Ooh, but I see Isabel. That was something I did. Yeah, there's Isabel, and then there's Tom Nook uh-huh. and KK Slider and mm-hmm. Timmy and Tommy. Um, yeah, it's um, it's safe to say that I am obsessed. With how many, animals. How many stars? How many stars is your island now? I have four stars now. Mm, you're on your way. <laughs> I'm on my way. Um, I, I and now Eric, your your island. <laughs> uh, a thing of wonder and beauty. It's we, like the most impressive thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Animal Crossing. And I think a bit of it is like I know Nintendo didn't plan this, so please, guys, don't there's no, I have no theories that Nintendo is behind COVID-19. I know they didn't do it. They are <laughs> yeah, very you can nice. Yeah, background about the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, essentially, if, if you haven't heard of it or you don't know, it's a game that recently came out on the Nintendo Switch. I think it was the end of March, I think. And uh, basically, you're a nice little human person uh, that lives on an island with some animals. And you, uh, 
uh, chop down trees and plant flowers and um, you help build up your island and help make animal friends. That's about it. But it took over the Varese household hard. Like we, we, <laughs> we, could, it was like, I think I played just exclusively like the first hundred or 200 hours. And then Amanda got in like around hour 200 and now we're like at hour 400. Like it's just, and for a while we were just like doing double shifts. Like I would be taking care in the morning and like Amanda would wake up and she'd be like, did you find all, did you find the money rock? I'm like, yeah, she'll wake up and this is what I'll do. But like, I'd be like, um, <laughs> like I got the money. I said, I got the money rock. I planted the money tree. Still need to pick the orchards. I got the turnips. Prices are low. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I found three of the four fossils. There's one hidden somewhere on the island. You know, <laughs> it was something, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's um, it's particularly uh, significant for me because if you're a legacy listener, then you'll know that I uh, am not a gamer mm-hmm. until now. Now I am a pro gamer and I just, I play Animal Crossing like nonstop and I love it. And it- I I am going to play other games. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I like, you know, Brett got me this Switch and, you know, Switches are kind of hard. It's a Switch Lite, but they're kind of hard to come by right now because people all want to play Animal Crossing and a lot of people are home. A lot of people are home right now and they're like, what is something that I can do at home that is uh, relaxing? I don't know about you, but like when I play this game, like my brain shuts off. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm not playing the game. I'm like, oh my God, is someone I know gonna die from COVID? Is someone I know gonna, you know, like, is, is the is the library ever gonna reopen? Like, is society gonna go back to normal? And then I turn the game on and I'm like, oh, I think that this would be a cute place to put um, a little chair and table set. <laughs> and oh, look, there's Gruff. I haven't talked to Gruff today. Oh, Gruff gave me a present, you know? And it's like, it's it's such a wholesome way to spend your time. And it's so interesting because like Brett, my beloved husband, Brett loves video games. He plays them a lot, but he he doesn't understand the appeal of this game. Cause mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, but what do you do? And I was like, well, you know, I got to go find the fossils and then mm-hmm. I go to the museum and I talk to, you know, my bae bloggers and he assesses the, the fossils and then I have to find the money rock and I have to find, you know, and I then, you know, and then I need to talk to all my villagers and make sure they're doing okay. And, and Bam just started calling me somersault and I don't know what that's about. <laughs> and then at nine o'clock, Abel Sisters opens up and I can go in there and talk to Mabel and Sable and check the pro designs kiosk and see like all the cute little dresses that I can download. And like, he's like, but yeah, but what's the point? And I'm like, there is no point. Like the point is every day I log on and like, I decided to put a gym on the beach yeah. and like I, I built a hedge maze. Yeah. And I I planted a bunch of flowers and did you know that if you put a white rose next to a red rose a pink rose will grow. Oh my goodness, like that was exciting and and he's like, "But I don't understand. You don't have to kill anybody or there's no mission. Like every once in a while there's like little side quests like if you found 
like Wisp, the ghost. Yeah. Or like Gulliver. Like, oh, Gulliver got thrown overboard again. Yeah, What's happening? Yeah. They really want to kill him. Like, <laughs> or like sometimes your villagers will be like, I really want this particular bug. Will you go yeah, catch it? Yeah. And you're like, okay, I can do that. Um, and so he's so confused by it. But I just find it to be such a palate cleanser in these really troubling times. And, and like I said, I've never been into video games. Like when I was, when I was a kid, we had a Nintendo, we had a Super Nintendo, I think. And I played Mario Brothers and I played Kirby's Dream Land. And I had, I think I had a Game Boy. And that was kind of it. That was like, Mm -hmm. and, and like, I haven't played a game since I was a kid. And now I'm all about this game. And I'm, I'm excited because, you know, I have this now and I can play other games. Now, I don't know when I'm going to ever play another game because I'm kind of like really into Animal Crossing right now. And <laughs> and they just announced they just announced the update where you can swim in the water. When are we swimming in the ocean? Do they do you remember the date? When is that? Oh, I think it's Oh, is it today? I, I gotta get off here. <laughs> is it now? <laughs> Cancel the cast. I gotta get in the ocean. However, today there were a whole bunch of new bugs in the game. Oh, yeah. A bunch of like cicadas and beetles and stuff that I was catching. Um, but I'm guessing like every month. See, that's the yeah. other amazing thing about the game is mm-hmm. like you're never done. Like, like, for instance, I, I told Brett, he's like, he, he, he humors me sometimes. And he's like, well, what are you working on today? And I was like, oh, I've got, I've got this bridge project where, like, you know, I built, I built this bridge when I didn't have a lot of bells. And now that I have more bells, I want to upgrade my bridge. So I have to demolish it. And then I can build another one tomorrow. And he's like, well, why do you have to wait? And I was like, because that's just how the game works. Like, it goes in real time. And, like, the day passes the way that, like, if I go in at 8 o'clock at night, it's nighttime in the game. And mm-hmm. and there are different bugs out at night than there are during the day. And, like, some of my characters, like, are real lazy and they, they sleep in until, like, noon and I won't see them. So I have to check in on them later in the day. And, like, and every day is, like, a new day in the game and has new things going on. So... I mean, I don't know if I'm ever going to stop playing this game because I feel like there's always something new going on and they're putting out updates and stuff like that. And like seasons will change and it's just really exciting. Well, it's even like if you took out the updates, because like the first Animal Crossing, you know, didn't didn't have that. Um, If you take out the updates, like even even just like the fact that like, because Amanda was like, when do you think we'll be able to catch all the bugs? I was like, in a year. <laughs> yeah. I guess in theory, if we play it every, you know, I play it at least once a month or whatnot, you know? Yeah. It's a, uh, um, it's. Well, unless you time travel. Yeah. And now see, I don't, I've, I've so now that I, I'm, like, I'm <laughs> a pro gamer. Now that I'm a pro gamer, I'm like on all these message boards, yeah. talking to their players. And you're chugging people. your mountain, you're chugging your mountain, your mountain do your gamer fuel. <laughs> <laughs> I get my G field. Yeah, you, you get know. your G field, you know, <laughs> reading up on what all the pro gamers are doing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm always looking at, like, if I'm not playing the game, it, I'm usually, like, looking up, like, ideas like Animal Crossing New Horizons cafe idea, Animal Crossing new idea, uh, 
uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons farm idea. And I'm like, like finding like inspiration. And I go on YouTube and people are like, come look at my five star island. I'll give you a tour. And I, I, I think just really, really love it. We, I know we were going to talk about stuff that you love, but I ended up talking about how much I love Animal Crossing. <laughs> well, hey, is it, is it cheating if I say one of the things I love is how much you love Animal Crossing? <laughs> And I always like, I'm like, I have like a group chat now with you and our friend Amy Uh and I'll be like, hey, do you have a surfboard? Because I'm setting up a surfboard and scooter rental stand, another surfboard. And then Amanda will be like, yeah, I just sent one to you. And then I'll be like, can I come over and, um, and sell cherries on your island? I'll water your plants. And Brett will look at me and be like, I'm sure that all makes sense in the game. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) <laughs> the thing that's so smart about Animal Crossing, I think, is that it's really, because Brett was like, what's the point? The point is, it's it's really self-goal, goal-oriented, right? Like, no, yeah. one t- no one told you to make a surf shop or whatnot, right? right like, if you didn't right. want to, you didn't need to. And so, like, the whole game set up where really, like, you kind of choose what you want to do in this framework, right? Of And, like, I think it's really good, too, because it's very, like... Um, like you said, it shuts your brain off because Amanda's told me like it feels like chores, but in a really good way. Like you but wake up. In a fun way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. And I think it does a really good job of rewarding like both halves of your brain where there's like the, this is the creative side where I'm going to make my room look like however I want it to look like. And there's no intrinsic reward in the game for that, really. You know, um, I guess there's the happy, was it happy home academy? The but happy really. home academy will give you a rating. Yeah. But Come on. Other you know. That- yeah. yeah, get a, a a bronze house statue. Get out of here. Stick it in storage. But um, but so there's that part of it. But then there is like that kind of like more logical part of the brain where it's like, oh, like first thing I did because I wanted to have tons of bells because I wanted to be able to buy cool stuff for my house. I set up an orchard and I just had like trees everywhere because I knew like each non-native fruit was going to be 500 bells on another island. Yeah. So I was like, I need to get some bells in my pockets, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, there are like systems in place, like the turn up uh, the stock market and all that, yeah. where it's like, if you're in it for the bells and like, it, there are things there for you. And also the part of the brain too, that just loves like collecting. Cause there's a lot of collecting the fish, collecting the furniture, collecting the bugs, collecting the, the fossils and now collecting the art, which by the way, Red, why don't you show up to my island more often, bro? How often does Red show up to you? He doesn't show up very often. Amanda asks me, like, every day, is Red at your island? <laughs> like, I'm not here. I'll be like, I got CJ if you want to sell some fish. <laughs> oh, man. And we're like, nah, we don't need CJ. We don't need CJ. Amanda's so funny because she's, like, on it more. So we, I've officially handed the reins of the island over to Amanda, where I've moved on to other things, and every once in a while I'll check on it. But she's funny because I know that she's probably, like, today's July 1st. So she probably, like, stockpiled on uh, stocked up um, – um bug nets right like just crafting tons of them so she could just go out and just like catch bugs nonstop. and she does the same thing like before like when cj shows up she's like well i got like you know i don't know 20 bags of uh uh, fish bait (laughs) because i'm just walking around digging (laughs) digging up clams off this island and uh it is just a very charming game And, and you're right like it is like it's a very nice distraction um especially in this time you know like it's really great and the other aspect of it is the like the cooperative mm-hmm. aspect of getting to visit someone else's island because like right now 
with like all of the stuff going on, you know, you either you can't go out and see your friends or you don't feel like it's wise to go out and see your friends. You're concerned about either exposing them to the virus or you being exposed to the virus, but you can hang out on Animal Crossing. Like I was, I, I remember I visited, I visited your island today, by the way. Um, but um, I remember one day I was visiting your island. I like to go to your island like every few days and just like say hi to Amanda and like we, see what flowers All joking aside, I appreciate that, especially when you give us compliments because we worked really GD hard on that island. <laughs> it's a beautiful island. Like I love, I love to visit your island. I Thank you. You're really, really sweet. Do. Um, I feel bad because I'm always like, Amanda, are you open? Are your gates open? Because I want to come over. And she's like, yeah, yeah, hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hold on. But, I need to stop. Like, I need to stop feeding my child. Let me open up yeah, my gates. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, come on. Why, why you got to be a parent? Like, just open your gates so I can come to your island. But I was there the other day and um, she, I was like, hey, did you do something new to your swimming pool area? This looks like real luxurious over here. <laughs> was like yeah I changed it and then she was like hold on where are you I have a outfit to show you and I was like I'll meet you here and then she showed up and she was dressed like a hot dog (laughs) (laughs) it was so cute and it's like there was one night where you me and Amy were hanging out on Mm -hmm. your aisle we also got in like a group like phone call and so we were so you were like giving us an actual tour of your island you're like okay and over here is like this real romantic spot where you can have a candlelight dinner and over (sighs) here is where we make where we make our clay pots and and remember when yeah i know like well i like it because it's up to you so like amanda what was she saying oh i know what it was we have this thing where like our island started out with a lot of we just naturally attracted a lot of um athletic jock type of animals which are perfectly fine but we had a lot of them and they were constantly talking about sit-ups and their abs and and working out and so amanda's trying to um politely and and very respectfully remove them from the island uh but our amanda and amanda's so funny because you know her like she's not really uh like she doesn't usually get into like pretending right like yeah oh, let's pretend yeah. this or like like dnd is not really her thing because you got to pretend to right. be a wizard or something but like she came to me she goes eric she goes so i just asked bam to leave he was one of the jock ones he goes but he goes what we can do is and i think she even used the phrase head cannon which i never heard her use before she goes my head cannon is that bam left and now he's working out with igly on another island somewhere <laughs> so funny like because because the game doesn't tell you to do that but you just naturally create these stories or like oh this is the area where we we paint pots and guess what you can't do in the game paint pots but we're all pretending (laughs) like we created a playground in a world with no children because why not (laughs) i know brett was like uh i showed i I told Brett I made a little gym on the beach. I was like so because i noticed one of my villagers was going out there and he had like he had like weights Mm. and he go out there and exercise and I was like so I built him a little gym out there and Brett was like oh can you interact with the items like and I was like nope nope you nope. can just I pretend just, it's just decoration it's just there like I <laughs> none of and, it like um, it's all just decorative it's for for the the, the story of the island like um like for instance one of my one of them one of them started calling me somersault and I was like <laughs> why why are they calling me that? And then another one was like, hey, I heard Zucker calling you somersault. Can I call you that too? And I was like, okay, sure. 
And then I went on a message board and I was like, why are my villagers giving me this, why are they giving me this weird nickname? And they're like, that's just part of the game, roll with it. And I was like, oh, okay. So I like headcanon, maybe I did a really cool song. Yeah. One day, and then I became a nickname. My newest headcanon. <laughs> so you know how Tom Nook is sort of the like benevolent leader of yeah. the island. He's like, looking he he's looking after us as long as we pay our bills. <laughs> yeah. So I um I'm my new headcanon is that we're all in a cult. And oh, he's of course, because you because you love and, cults, yes. Yeah, of course. Well, I context for new listeners, <laughs> I I find cults fascinating. I think it's horrible that people get recruited into them. I think it's terrible that people manipulate their followers into doing bad things like killing themselves or killing other people. I think all of that is terrible, but I find the psychology around it super fascinating. And I like, like to read about them and listen to podcasts. And, and I, I, I always tell my, tell my husband who worries about me, like, what is wrong with you? Where I just tell him like, I, I will never be in a cult because I know all of, all of the, the tricks that they use and it'll never happen to me. So be happy that which, I'm reading these. Which kind of sounds like someone in a cult to me, but no, all joking aside, I think what it is, is that if you understand like how someone gets into a cult, like how they start, then you start understanding like how anyone could be tricked or made Absolutely. to believe anything, which then I guess gives you a little bit of extra like empathy towards people that like well, may share an opinion that you're like, I don't understand this. You know, that's the thing. Like I, I, all of the, what I, how I always explain it to people when people are like, oh my God, how can you, like, how can you feel bad for these people? Like they've let, they've let themselves be like deluded into, and I said, all of these people are seekers. Mm -hmm. They're just, they are lost and they're looking for something and it could have been anything and it just happened to be this. And like, honestly, I, I feel bad when it happens to them and I hope that they can get out of it. But so but for funsies, I I recently saw the movie Midsommar. Have you seen this movie? I haven't. No, no. It's a really interesting film that you should see. Um, it's very creepy. It's got a lot of feminist undertones, which oh, is interesting. I like that. Um, it's um, it's a super interesting movie about a cult, <laughs> essentially, and. Um, I uh, I decide after I saw that movie, I decided we're all like living in this like bright sunny island, but underneath it all is this like dark undertone of Tom Nook like secretly controlling us. Uh -huh. So you know those like little raccoon statues that you can make. I put one in front of everybody's house, <laughs> <laughs> and then like I go by and I'm like, yes, Tom Nook. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun in the game is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a pretty great game. Um, is it safe to say that's a stuffs we're loving? <laughs> it's very safe to say that. And um, for those of you who follow us on Twitter, mm. at Thinkion, I will post some screen caps from my island so that you can see me hanging out on my island and you can see some of the cute things that I've done. Because I'm really proud of the stuff that I've done so far. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And also, um, if anyone would like to share, uh, if anyone's playing Animal Crossing, share some of your screenshots share with us. Yes, I want to see your yeah, island. Yeah, once again, that's at same team, y'all. Or you can email us, um, same team, y'all, at gmail.com. Um, 
yeah, it's, it's kind of taken over our house. And, and now I think it's kind of slowed down because we achieved that five-star rating and we yeah. almost have all the hybrids. And, um, so it's probably going to slow down and then we'll still play it um, like periodically. Play, you know, play slow down and then at least, you know, at the beginning of the month because you got to get those new fish and those new bugs, you know. We're not fools, right. so. <laughs> Am I, do, you, do I sound echoey on your end or is that good? You sound good to me. Yeah. Would you say I sound amazing? <laughs> I did say that, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, well, my second stuff I'm loving is, and I've tried, here's the deal, no, no social pressure there, or pressure for me. Have I told you about this wonderful service called Meditate Together, Tess? You did tell me about it. Yeah, tell mm-hmm. the listeners. Yeah, I will tell the listeners. I think it's um, done by, uh, there's an organization called uh, Mindful Leader. Um, I went to their conference last year, November-ish or so. And it's just a, an organization devoted to um, promoting mindfulness, um, whether it's in the form of just being mindful day-to-day at work. And actually, they're mostly focused on using it in a work place setting, whether that's either at home to like make yourself feel better and make you uh, be able to cope with the uh, feelings that we all feel. And then you take that to work and now you are a better person when you're at work um, or directly in the workplace setting. But um, meditation is a part of it. But uh, they also have a, they started right when um, the quarantine happened and a lot of people started closing down and having to stay at home and shelter in place um, order was in effect for most of the country, Mindful Leaders started basically um, Zoom meetups where people can meditate um, online together. Um, and they originally started it for the quarantine and because of COVID-19, um, but um, I guess it went so well, um, it was so well attended that they uh, have continued it indefinitely. So essentially, um, and I will, what I'll do is um, I'll probably put it in the show notes, the link to it. I don't have it off the top of my head. In fact, I sent it to you, Tess. So let me see if I can find it in the uh, the text message. Yeah, in that text message. But essentially, there are Zoom meetings um, every hour of every day, Monday through Friday. So um, like right now, our time, Eastern Standard Time, it's almost eight. If we logged on, and it's completely free, it's run by volunteers. If you log on um, at eight o'clock, um, one of these sessions would be um, going on. And essentially, um, and if you're new to meditation, essentially, What's the easy way I usually describe it? It's just basically sitting and and paying attention to what's going on inside and outside of yourself. The idea is that we're often running around so much that we don't even know when we're feeling stress or we don't even know when we're feeling, um, when we're mourning, like the loss of what was a normal life, right? You know? Um, and so when you meditate, it isn't necessarily about just like clearing your mind, although that's, a, that's kind of a part of it, but it's more like just... Um, seeing your thoughts and not being not being controlled by them so instead of being a part of that that train of thought and you're th- running away with your thoughts like your thoughts are controlling you it's more like you can see them and then you bring yourself back to the current the current moment and most people usually use a breath as an anchor um but uh, that website is it's called mindfulleader.org backslash meditate hyphen together and i'll put that in the show notes um but essentially it's completely free you sign up and um they'll send you like a new email once a week with the um it's basically like a reminder with all the zoom um invitations but uh you don't 
you can you only need one like they just send it once a week so that you can be kept in the loop if there's changes but uh it's been pretty great and even though it's online i find one thing because i've been meditating off and on for about four or five years um one thing that i don't like about meditation is like this um the solitude like not being with other people and it might seem silly like sitting in silence by yourself how different is that sitting in silence with a bunch of people especially if it's online like this screen it looks like i'm probably gonna post this on youtube later so you guys will see this um oh that's a change if we have podcast listeners if you want us <laughs> i didn't mention that if we have surprise! any yeah surprise you get to look at our gorgeous faces um if we have any <laughs> listeners to our podcast i will also from now on as long as uh the tech holds and i know what i'm doing i will post them into our youtube channel um which is just called same team y'all um uh so anyway um but it, it basically looks just like this so it's just a bunch of windows and us all looking at each other and it starts with so it's 30 minutes it's 15 minutes of silence and uh they mute all your mics so if you want to listen to music you can or if you want to listen to a guided meditation uh, whatever is your jam or you can get up and walk around if you want to do a walking meditation whatever works for you there's no judging um big surprise i like it so much and then the last 15 there's usually an optional a discussion and like for example one question would be uh, what's something that um, has inspired you lately just like that and uh, sometimes people will um, answer in the chat if they're not comfortable talking sometimes people will um, talk through their mic um, and you don't even need to turn your camera on if you don't want to there's been plenty of times participants have just been a black screen with their name or their their username and they don't participate through the um, conversation either and that's fine and uh, it's been amazing. So meditate together. Um, if you're interested, um, go ahead and check it out. If you just search meditate together, um, I think the organization is called Mindful Leader. You should be able to find it. I'll put it in the show notes. But it's been, um, it's been, I would call it a game changer. It's been a game changer as far as keeping me accountable, doing it once a day, just like anything, like when you're working out. Um, it doesn't matter if you like ran, you know, five miles in one day and then you didn't do anything the rest of the month. You got to do it continuously to reap the real benefits but also doing it with other people has given me like a sense of uh community that i don't really have outside of like um well i mean like outside of my friends and stuff like that but like a sense uh a mind like a meditating community that i've never had so meditate together is the stuff i'm loving that's cool i so i um i picked my love from the past year okay um Eric, are you familiar with a film that came out in the 1980s from the Jim Henson Company, and it was called The Dark Crystal? Oh, is this the love of the whole year? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, I, I guess you did. I thought Animal Crossing was your love of the whole year. So Animal Crossing is my love of the whole year, and Meditate Together is my recent love, and then Animal Crossing is your recent love, That's and Dark my Crystal. Love. Yeah, yeah. And my love of the year is, okay, so there was this movie that came out in the 1980s. It's called The Dark Crystal. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It, is available, it is available on several streaming platforms. You can watch it on netflix or i believe it's on amazon prime also but netflix um so i watched this movie when i was a child and i was quite enchanted by it as i was enchanted by all things jim henson as a child and as an adult <laughs> <laughs> I, I still love the muppets i i loved fraggle rock when i was a kid i will still watch that show um but uh last year they put out 
a TV series called Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Mm -hmm. And it's prequel to the Dark Crystal movie from the 80s. And it is um, 10 episodes, 8 or 10 episodes. I really should know because I watched the whole thing like four times. I believe it's 10 episodes and it's um it tells a story about um these creatures they're called gelflings and they live in this world called Thra and um there's uh, a horrible thing happening in Thra basically it's it's normally a beautiful land where all the creatures live in harmony but there's um, there's a virus that's going through the land. It's called the darkening, and it's this, turning. This feels a little too real for me, Tess. It's I don't turning, know. It's turning people against each other, and, and um, you know, it, it and it's about a a group of Gelflings who are from different tribes, but they realize that they must be on the same team and and share their knowledge and their skills in order to defeat the darkening and it is um it's all puppets <laughs> but i feel like now so inside baseball there i take i legacy listeners will remember that i have um chronic migraine and I, I take a particular medication for my migraines that causes me to be a little, like, uh, spaced out. And um, when I, I first encountered this television show while I was under the influence of this medication, and I went into the world of Thra, I oh. was a Gelfling. Oh, my I was, goodness. I was like, this is the greatest thing I have ever seen, because it's all puppets. But I feel it's so visually stimulating that you forget that you're watching puppets and you just feel like you've been transported to a, like a magical world where there are other creatures that like live and breathe and walk around and talk to each other. And, and it's, um, it's such a like hopeful, uplifting story about coming together to stop something from, from hurting your community and um, it's also got a lot of environmental undertones, um, which I feel is also very timely. And um, it's just like a beautiful story about friendship and, um, and good trying to conquer evil. And even if it seems like you're, you're not going to do it, you should still try. You should still try to do the right thing. For, it's really, like I said, very visually beautiful. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say you you froze for a second. I thought I lost you. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you, yeah, you're doing this. And I was like, Did, does she see a mouse on the floor? What's going on? I'm pretty sure we didn't hear this, but I'm pretty sure you said try to do the right thing. Yeah, right? you should yeah. Try to do the right thing, even if it's, um, even it's not the easy thing. And yeah. even it, even if it looks like it's not going to work out, you should probably do it anyway because it's the right thing to do. And um, it's just, it's a, I, so I became just overwhelmed by this television. <laughs> like I said, I watched every episode and then I just, I just 
put it on again. I was like, do I want to watch something else? No, I just want to watch this show again. I watched it again. And then I watched it again. And then I watched it again. And then I was like, can I get more of this in my life? Because again, it's very much, I'm finding this about myself. I like to escape into other worlds like animal crafting, or in this case, this world of the dark crystal. And I found that there were books, mm-hmm. there are graphic novels. Um, so I read, I've read everything. I've read, <laughs> I read, there were like 16 different graphic novels that I read. There are four young adult novels that are set in the world. I read those. I read an adaptation of the movie, like a, <laughs> like a movie novel, like adaptation. I read, um, everything. I started listening to podcasts where people were talking about how they feel about the TV show and, um, and the books and stuff and just this world. And I just became completely engrossed in the dark crystal mythos. And, uh, it was a, it was a good time and (laughs) I would recommend it to anyone who, and you don't have to have watched the movie. I think some people are like, well, I didn't see that movie when I was a kid, so it's not going to mean anything to me. Yeah. Uh, I think that you can still enjoy it even if you haven't, because it's a prequel to the movie. Yeah. So like, it's almost like if you don't know what happens next, maybe that's good for you. <laughs> yeah. I, we, we talked about this before is I think I would, st- <laughs> I think I would still watch the original just for my own, like, cause I like to, I like to consume things in the order of like, you know, yes. as if I was a fan, like, like when we do Twin Peaks, right? right? Like in the same order. Um, but I, I own the movie and, and, you know, I, I to be honest, I'm, I'm away from home now because I'm commuting into work and all that. So I could, in theory, watch it tonight. I know I've wanted to watch it, but it's it's tough because the one thing that's hard about a golden age, there's like so much of the stuff, man. You know, it's I felt, true. yeah, you know, but uh, um, there, there's so much to watch and consume you and it's okay. You don't have to watch everything. And if you yeah. just heard me talk about this and you were like, she's a, a crazy druggie and that's all that's going on here. That's fine. You don't have to watch it. I'll just watch it again. Well, <laughs> when you were talking about it, I was actually picturing you like as a gelfling, like just kind of like with like oh. little little fair, like little flowers in your hair, and like maybe perched up in a tree somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So that was my uh, the Dark Crystal, uh, all the books, the TV show, the movie, the mythos. Uh, was the stuff I was loving for the the past fiscal year. <laughs> have you since you have a switch? Did you end up getting that um that game? Was it Age of Resistance game? Did you? Of course, did. yeah. They put out a, a video game, Dark Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics, yeah. and it's it's like a strategy game. I have not played it yet because mm. I've been like uh, really into the Animal Crossing, but I downloaded it um, because I wanted them to have my money and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Now that you are a pro gamer, you do know we have a Twitch channel. What? (laughs) Yeah, have I not told you this? Yeah, it's not active. I mean, I I just started the name. Like, this probably like two, three years ago. I started a Twitch channel just so that I can gobble up that name, same team, y'all, so that Uh, we can one day do it. So something to explore in the future. You should stream your uh, Animal Crossing Island sometime. Maybe. I just barely figured out how to do a Zoom meeting, so I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna work on that next time. Yeah, yeah, maybe that that might be kind of fun. Because well, main reason I asked too is because there are games that 
uh, I would like to suggest to you that aren't, and I have nothing against like a game that, you know, good old fashioned murder, you know, <laughs> like, Hey, here's a sword. Let's go murder some things. I get it. You know, I've been playing games my whole life. That's how things go. But I'm very interested in games where the main gameplay or the main hook isn't just mur isn't just cutting or shooting. Right. You know, and I like to think of, video games are relatively new compared to like other fields of entertainment, like movies and, and music and books. But I think they're at the age where we can now start exploring other things other than of like kill all the things in the room. You know, right. and there are a lot of examples yeah. of that, but I like, um, I like those things because I think it pushes the art form forward. So I don't know if I should look at you or look at me. I'm so distracted right now. Like I'm looking <laughs> at you. <laughs> yeah, I, sometimes I look at the microphone when I'm talking to the microphone. Tess, do you have any tales from the library? <laughs> tales from the library. Tales from the library. Read some books. Read some books. We also have online resources. <laughs> think about changing our music but then i'm like you know what why you know there's no reason to change why, it why mess, why mess with perfection yeah. um is your what kind of tale do you have because i don't know about you i was going to use my tale to do kind of like a library update phase one phase two transition yeah, type situation that's, that's kind of what i was uh yeah. thinking tale. yeah tell so, me about your library yeah, I figure we, we, we haven't decided if we had like, a, we, well, we've never discovered if we have a lot of like library listeners or a lot of library users. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, we always have this section called Tales from the Library where we talk about the library because it's important to us. And we're both librarians. And um, I kind of thought this is like, this is like real talk time of boy, libraries, right? So Right. Like, how do you library in, <laughs> in, an, in a pandemic? Like, it's, I, we've had to reinvent the wheel basically like i know when all of this started and they sent us home i was thinking well first i was thinking oh well, this will be for a couple weeks and then we'll <laughs> we'll be back at it and then like three months later i'm having like an existential crisis about like how do you interface with the public in in a a way in which you don't actually interface with them. Like, how do you serve the public without interfacing with them? And we've, we've all, I don't know about you, but I, I've had to learn how to do virtual story time. And I've had to, where, where like, we started curbside service and that was something we've never done before. Like, it's all, it's all brand new to us. So tell me about your experience. My experience. Well, well, <laughs> I've been in a weird spot because, so I, first of all, I got really lucky that I even got this new job because I was offered uh, this position with the Loudoun County Library System uh, literally like a day before we closed, you know, and then there was like a hiring freeze not long after that. And uh, Amanda was, cause so I called Amanda up. I was like, Hey, Amanda, good news. You know, that job, they offered it to me. That's great. She goes, Oh, that's really good. Um, have you signed anything yet? 
<laughs> and it was like, uh, no, no, no. They said I got the job and all that. She goes, well, you, you should really get something. She's like, like, she's like, lock that sucker yeah, down. <laughs> that's exactly right. So I, I contacted their HR person and she was like, oh yeah, here, I'll send you a thing. You got to sign this and you give it to me sometime tomorrow or the next day. It's really no big deal. And I was like, I'll get it to you now. I'm going to do this. And, uh, um, but yeah, I, I don't know if you remember Tess, but um, remember at the beginning, like it just happened so fast because it started off with, this is how I kind of remember is, um, and for new listeners, Tess and I used to work within the same library system, and now I'm in another one. Um, but at the time when the when everything kind of you know went down, we were in the same library system, and I think it was like the emails were like, "Okay, make sure you wash all the toys." Okay, yeah. now now get rid of all the toys, and yeah. then it was like, "Okay, now we're open, but there's no programs." And then, oh, actually, we're not open. Like it was like that, and it yeah. was like it was like twelve hours. Like it was so and it was fast. Like Boom, boom, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so you guys are still closed, right? Um, like, yeah, I mean, right now we are, we are closed. Uh, the staff is coming in. Yeah. Limited hours. Um, uh, and we are providing service uh, like curbside. Yeah. Like you can make an appointment basically to pick up your books and we'll bring them out to you. That's what we're doing right now. Okay, but no one's coming, no patrons are coming in the building, right? Not right now. Yeah, yeah. See, and that's tough too, because you guys are in like a new building too, you know? Yeah. So it's like people, people pulling up to the old building, right? Like, hey, I got my library materials. You're like, you are, you're about like two and a half miles <laughs> in the wrong direction. I will say, say the majority of people got the memo. Okay, uh, that's good. Yeah, so for, for anyone who's listening and is like, what are they talking about? Um, our library system, the one that Eric and I used to work for, now Eric has moved on and I took his, his place. Um, After you they, defeated me in battle. <laughs> 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 I was merciful and let you live. And you did. I said, please mercy. <laughs> and you said, but then you must restart the cast. And I said, you are correct. <laughs> it's a stuff I'm loving. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, Oh, I forget what I was going to say now because I was imagining that situation. <laughs> I imagine we were like on this mighty like rocky precipice. There's like volcano everywhere, like lava. There was like a cliff and I was holding you over it. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. ah. No, yeah. um, but we built, we built a new library. Which you is, and I together. <laughs> you, yeah, you and I together. Well, the system, the system that we were working for has been working for like probably a decade. Mm -hmm. to build a new library and it finally happened and there were all this excitement and we were going to have this big grand opening and mr john was going to be there and there was going to be a magic show and i was were... gonna i was gonna read to the i was gonna do a story time with the governor's wife remember that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. was going to come and and we had all these plans and then um this happened and all the plans went out the window and instead it was like rush hurry get everything to the new building don't worry about unpacking it in order um just drop the books wherever um the building isn't even finished yet boom we're done and like it, it's and then and then me like literally a day before we closed they were like hey do you want to come to the new special library and be the new eric because he's leaving and i was like yeah that sounds amazing i'll do it and then like literally the next day it was like we're closed and uh we'll get back to you and like 
<laughs> I didn't know like what what is happening and um so it's been kind of a weird experience for me too because not only is like all of this new I'm also at a new library yeah. with a new team new managers new new services we're providing have you figured out how to uh, record a story time on your phone because, <laughs> because that's the thing that we're doing now and um it's just been and I I'm a I am a person who thrives on like routine and clearly communicated expectations and like I know when I'm working and what I'm working on and how I'm working on it so this has been very interesting for me like I know like you I really like being at home <laughs> so now my new struggle is trying to adjust my mindset to like returning to work because yeah. eventually we're going to reopen um to the public and um uh so yeah but you guys you guys are open now right we we are so the Loudoun County library system kind of was doing the same thing where we were closed to the public but we were basically working to just do curbside pickup you know because actually takes a lot of work especially when you're running oh, a skeleton yeah. crew you know yeah. and like half of the staff or more are still at home um it takes a lot of work just to check stuff in and you know you got to quarantine the items right and you got to go do the um curbside pickup and all that and then just tuesday of last week no wednesday of last week was the first day that we opened our doors to the public and we were so we're in like phase two well actually okay so it's a little weird we're in phase two of reopening but as of today virginia entered phase three of reopening but that doesn't mean we're in phase three yet if that makes sense okay. like yeah, like, that makes sense. like maryland right now is in phase two of yeah. reopening but the library is in phase one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because what it is is like the decisions made, but then each organization still has to like figure it out. Like, what does that look yeah. like? Um, well, and I think like you're under a lot of pressure because you're a public service and people yes. need the library. And um, but how do you offer that service in a way that keeps your community um, from getting sick? Well, you know and it's it's been like i said it's been an adventure trying to figure it all out well and also it's kind of a scary situation if if you're in a position where you're mostly thinking about uh like library funding if there are any let's say people in in the political sphere that feel that uh, the library should get less money or or less funding they can easily look at this and be like hey library was closed for 6 months and everyone was fine and which is kind of a scary place to be in because yeah. then now we yeah. We need to kind of like prove ourselves, which I feel like library field is always proving themselves to. Always, yeah. The, the trick is we're always proving ourselves to the ones that actually aren't coming to the library, but the ones who do, they know we're great, you know, but yeah. um, um, anyway, all that to say is, yeah, we entered phase two. So we are open, but all the meeting rooms are closed. Um, there's no programs. Um, and we took all the chairs and, and moved them out. So people can come in and, and check out their holds or grab their holds, check them out browse the ca uh, collection and I think we have like five computers that you can reserve on like an hourly basis and they're like really far apart from each other um, and what we've been telling people is they can come in to we're trying to discourage like large groups coming in oh and you've got to wear your mask um, 
and we're trying to discourage and hopefully, you know, be respectful of the six foot rule. Unless it's a little muddy because unless your family, right? Or your group of friends, like we can enforce the mask rule, but like, are we gonna be like, do you know this guy? You know, like you can't really, yeah. you can't really enforce that. Um, so we've just been playing that by ear as far as like people coming in to like study. I've been telling them like, we're, we're, we're not discouraging you from, well, in a way we are, because we're trying to make it difficult to do that. But as yeah. long as we're not near our safe capacity and everyone's separate, it technically isn't an issue. You know, we just removed all the furniture to, to discourage like mass studying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? I am interested to see like what it'll be like when we do let people back in because um, if you're a longtime listener of our podcast, Eric and I have told lots of stories about the people who come into the library and um, it's a, it's a public building and anyone can come in and say anything they want to anybody. And hopefully people will be real understanding. And um, I feel like, so far, most of my interactions with the curbside customers have been positive. People are excited that we're doing something and they, uh, if we run into like a hiccup, they're, they're pretty like, oh, well, you know, that's fine. You know, <laughs> it is and, what uh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like, I am, I am hoping that it'll continue, you know, and it won't be like we open up and people are like, I don't know. Now you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to This is America. <laughs> it, it is tough because, yeah, like we talked about at the beginning, it is tough because exactly. there, there's, a, there's a couple things going on. Um, and like this is kind of the segment of the podcast where like we get to like talk about library stuff. And like if you're a librarian, you're probably going through like the same thing, trying to figure out like what does reopening look like or you're, you're mourning the loss of your, your regular duties. You know, like if yeah. Tess and I are both children's librarians, it – sucks that we don't get to do children's programs but i understand it's for safety yeah. reasons you know of course um but so there, there's that part of like you come into work and you don't know what to expect um and that's stressful and things can change on a daily basis right like oh by the way here's the sneeze guards you need to do the sneeze guards oh by the way you need to do sanitizer oh make sure you wear that you know the, things are changing constantly and uh and then there's another level that's also just just as serious if not more so is um staff and patrons we don't want anyone to get sick and get hurt right so like it's right. important if we can to come to work and, and do our best but it is scary because it's different like i'm wearing a mask and i'm i'm at the playground okay there's like a few kids and we're like i'm really like far away from most people but now all of a sudden i'm in a building and i'm surrounded by more people and, and we yeah. we know that that covid it, it, like basically outside better inside worse you know yeah. the, you know it's it's difficult you know so it is and it's just um these are these are troubling times and i feel like my my to wrap up my tale from the library i think it's it's really just been an exercise in keeping things in perspective because every time i feel frustrated and i'm like i don't even know what my schedule is this week i don't know if i'm coming yeah. in or staying home I don't know how to make this program virtual I just want to feed kids like nutritional meals and I can't you know like every time I feel frustrated I have to remember this has been hard for everyone like there's there's nobody in the world that this hasn't been hard on and even though like I like staying home like 
this is this is hard yeah. it's hard for everyone to like like readjust your mindset to the quote-unquote new normal which starts making you think like what what was normal before is normal even a thing um and the other thing is just I feel like I tell myself I'm a real flexible person like anything you need for me just let me know I'm I can but in reality I'm not like <laughs> like underneath all of that like hey guys whatever you need there's like this there's this part of me that is just pushing back and like just it's tell like, me what you know. it's like uh yeah. it's like Luke Khan and Leia like in the trash compactor like oh! and you're like I can do whatever I want and you're like no yeah. R2 R2 <laughs> yeah exactly I'm like I'm like you know I try to tell myself I'm this like yeah whatever you know let's do it whatever happens you know everything's gonna be fine but like apparently deep down I hate that <laughs> apparently deep down I just want things to be like this is what's happening this is how you're doing it this is when you're doing it and in in a time where that doesn't really exist I've I've been floundering yeah but a lot of people are yeah everyone is and I was actually talking to a coworker about it today because everyone's feeling the same thing and I was just like I can't think of like if there's an, I don't know, some kind of situation that affects me, that doesn't necessarily mean that situation is affecting my neighbor or the person next door okay. or over there. But this is a thing that's literally, this, this is, I can't think of many things outside of like an asteroid hitting the earth or, or also to be honest, global warming that affects every person on this planet. The, the difference is like, this one's more immediate. Like I may die. Global warming is like, well, my grandchildren, maybe. <laughs> yeah. you know? Like 70 years from now. Yeah. It's like, like some well, it's like some far distant time, like 2025. I'm going to be like ancient by then, you know? Um, I think that's the difference, but um, cause it's like immediate in people's minds, but like, this is like, it affects everyone, you know? And I think there's like, here, wait, let me do that. I was going to play the we will get through the song again, but <laughs> like, I think there's power in that. Like, we're gonna like get through it. we'll get through it together. Yeah. And I, I don't know, like, yeah, it, it's tough. And, and not that it's just tough for libraries, but I mean, it, it's tough for anyone that's going through like reopening, you know, just like a restaurant, you know, reopening, hopefully you can try to make some money somehow. Right. And try to pay your bills. Yeah. Um, we're kind of in the same spot where we're like trying to be like, we can still do stuff. <laughs> We yeah. just have to figure out how to do the stuff. You should still fund us. Yeah, yeah. Still, <laughs> give us still money, please. To the community, we promise. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty clear from the amount of returns and the amount of checkouts that we're receiving that people still want their library. So that's heartening. Um, yeah. I will say, since you guys haven't started letting people in the building yet, and I'm sure there's like a lot of like a new, and another thing too is now like, are we like the mask police? The answer, unfortunately, yeah, we're the mask police, you know? And so that's uncomfortable for a lot of librarians, you know? Um, but um, I was going to say yeah, one, one thing. I, inside, inside libraries, a lot of librarians are very non-confrontational. No, no, we would rather just like hide in a corner somewhere. Yeah. Like I didn't see any of it. Yeah. Um, I will say that the majority, in fact, every customer I've interacted with, the majority of them have been very respectful as far as uh, wearing their masks and maintaining their distance. And, you know, there's a few outliers. Um, um, and, and being appreciative that we're, um, 
that we're open and that we've done like curbside pickup because that's a thing we never did before. And we had to invent what that looks like, you know? Yeah. So yeah. 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 If um, any of our listeners um, work in a library or a library user, uh, tell us your library story. What is your library doing? Uh, you can email us uh, same team y'all at gmail.com or just tweet at us at same team y'all. Um, it's been a tricky time. Also, yeah, like uh, uh, like subject adding, what phase you're in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I used to think of phases as like a positive. I mean, I guess as you go up the phases, it's positive, but it's so like unknowable. I used to always think, you know what I thought of when I thought of phases? What's the first thing? I don't know. What did you think of? The Marvel movies. Like, Marvel, I used to, Marvel, yeah, Marvel. yeah. Yeah, I used to always be like, oh, phase three. Oh, awesome. And now like my first thought I think of with phases is uh, like, oh, you know, how are we going to, how are we going to, you know, keep the team, the YA collection open, but not let anyone like hide out in there and congregate? Like, and we're, <laughs> how do we keep the air flowing in that room? You know, <laughs> tales. Those you. were some tales. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, those are some tales. Well, I was going to say, you look like a woman who has learned a life lesson. Uh, why, maybe I have. <laughs> That'd be funny if you're like, nah, I ain't learned nothing. Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did! That's great! Let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if your life lesson was just singing that song. The, we will we'll get through this. We will get through I know it's like probably like cornball, but I don't know. That's like my jam, you know? I love it. <laughs> I, um, my life lesson, uh, it goes in with our conversation about libraries because <laughs> I, I had a eye-opening experience the other day during curbside service and I was like, whoa. Um, so like I mentioned, librarians generally and not all librarians hashtag not all librarians are non-confrontational and um people pleasers there's a lot we, of we are in the field <laughs> to please people like that is that's, i often think of like yeah. when i'm at the desk i am here to serve you let me bring you the yeah. items you know what what can i do for you anything you want within with like if it's a service we provide i shall provide yeah. it to yeah. you yeah my but ma'am my clothes will stay on <laughs> <laughs> so um and probably even if you're not a librarian, this is a very library heavy episode. So hopefully yeah. you're still sticking. Yeah, I know. I, but, but you know what? It's, it's, I felt like I haven't seen you in a year. I'm sure I, I have. Have I? <laughs> God, we, we look so old. <laughs> but uh, even if you're not a librarian, if you are like into our same team y'all philosophy, you might be a people pleaser too. And um. So this was my epiphany about people pleasing this uh, this uh, past week. We're doing curbside service, and um, somebody called the library to complain about the curbside service. Mm. They didn't they didn't like an aspect of it, and they wanted to tell someone about it. And they weren't satisfied just telling one person about it. They had to call back again and tell another person all about it. And they didn't use respectful language. Um, and, um, and so I heard about this. I heard there's, a, there's a, a person coming to pick up their holds and they are unsatisfied with the service. And I just wanted to give you a heads up. 
um, because this person talked to them and also this person talked to them and we tried to explain, but they just kind of weren't having it. And um, my, my immediate yep. thought was, what can I do? What can I do to please this person? What can I do to make it better? What can I do? Can I, like, is there, so the, the, the idea I came up with was, um, was maybe I can put in a card with mm. their holes that they were coming to pick up. And in the card, I will thank them for being so patient with the library in these troubling times and this new service we're providing. And thank you for coming back to the library. We appreciate you, you know, uh, supporting us. And so I, I ran this idea past somebody. I was like, what if I, what if I wrote them a nice card and I put it in their holds and they said, well, one, I think that's unnecessary. I don't think you need to do that. Um, because sometimes people are just mad and, you know, they're, they're going to be mad about something. So they're mad about curbside. Maybe yesterday they were mad about their Chinese food. Like, you know, everyone gets mad about things every once in a while. And you, you, can't, you can't stop people from being mad about things. And also, all they said was, I feel like that might set uh, a bad precedent. And then they walked away from me and left me with that thought. And I thought to myself, oh, what I was about to do <laughs> was reward someone mm. for speaking disrespectfully to my coworkers. And that's not a great idea. <laughs> and so I had this, this moment of, in which I, I realized that even though I want so desperately for us all to realize we're on the same team, and I want so desperately for everyone to be happy and for everyone to get along. Um, uh, at the end of the day, you don't need to reward anyone for bad behavior, for disrespectful behavior, I should say. Like, if, 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 uh, if someone is rude to you or complains about, for instance, a service that you worked really hard on and you're just doing your best, um, you don't, you don't have to reward that. You can just go on with your day. The, you're not gonna please everyone. And, um, I feel like that's such a, like, common sense thing to say, like, well, you can't please everybody. You're not pizza. You know, every, everyone's not gonna be pleased by you. But for some reason, like, it, it's still in my head of, like, what could I possibly do to please this person? And, and maybe there really isn't anything. Sometimes there isn't anything you can do. Sometimes people are just going to be mad and um, you shouldn't let it consume you. Yeah. And that, I, was, that was the lesson I learned. <laughs> no, I think, that's, I think that's really important because not only is it, um, I often get stuck in like that cycle of thinking, not necessarily with, well, sometimes with pleasing people, but also like if I'm like, ooh, if I said the right thing, <laughs> then X, Y, <laughs> I can convince them and they would see blah, 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 blah. And I think, and here's the deal, like here's a fun situation, like whatever their complaint was about curbside pickup and all, all thoughts aside, like my first thought is like, you know, we're in the grips of a pandemic and someone's like, well, I'm really upset about this library service. Like it's, <laughs> it's a matter of perspective, right? Um, 
you know, um, my, my, my first thought is, um, let's entertain an idea that let's say whatever their complaint was, let's say that didn't happen. And it was whatever their complaint was, it was the perfect curbside pickup tailor made for them. And then they still complain, right? We don't know. We don't know, you know, yeah. I mean, and we don't know. And, and I know this is sometimes a cop out and sometimes like Amanda will tell me about like a, a coworker or, or a patient that like gave her a hard time. And I'm always like, well, maybe they're going through some stuff at home and you know, maybe they're really fit. And she's like, Eric, just let me, just let me GD complain. I just want to complain about this person. Stop it. You know, stop humanizing them. Leave it alone. Or she'll be like, nah, well, that's not it. <laughs> you know? And that, I do want to, I do want to say that for anyone who's listening to me and is like, what, should I not complain about things? I don't feel like there's anything inherently wrong with complaining. Like, mm-hmm especially if it's a a constructive complaint. Like for instance, like I really didn't like the way that you did this. Here's a possible solution that I thought of. So maybe next time you could do this instead, you know, like I, or people complain about superficial things that like, I didn't like that star Wars movie and here's why I don't care. That's fine. It's fine to complain. But when I think the, the difference is when I hear the complaint, I go into like people pleasing mode. Yeah. And you don't always have to do that. I, I think the key too <laughs> Give is yourself a break. <laughs> I think the key too is that they are using disrespectful language and tone with the staff member too. Because we're people yeah. pleasers, but we are we are also people ourselves and we deserve respect. <laughs> right. Granted, right. you know, I would say ninety nine percent of the people who do come in are perfectly respectful, but like sometimes um I think we forget that we need to look after ourselves as well. Not just librarians, but humans as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a beautiful life lesson. Oh, thank you. I didn't know what you were going to pick out because, you know, I mean, you could have picked out anything over the past year. It could have been anything, you know? I've got, I mean, Eric, it's been a, a rough year and I learned a lot of lessons, but um, we don't need to talk about all of that. <laughs> we're, we're here like 40 hours later and then I learned this and then I learned that. Uh, usually, um, oh, wait, are you ready for a positivity party? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Usually I keep the music in the background, but since I think it messes with Zoom, I'm just going to do this. Okay. There it is. There we go. Normally I keep it kind of like in the background where we dance, but I don't want to mess with our audio feed. Uh, Welcome to the positivity party. Oh, I realize there's no music now. Just imagine the music in your head. I will figure that out later. Welcome to the positivity moment (laughs) where um, we like to think about things that we are grateful for and things that we love about ourselves. And we encourage our our, uh, listeners to do the same. What's something you're thankful for, Ms. Tess? Oh, something I'm grateful for. I am grateful. Here's a callback. I'm grateful that they recorded the original Broadway cast of Hamilton performing the musical Hamilton and that they've decided to release it on Disney Plus, and I happen to have a Disney Plus subscription, and I'm gonna get to see Hamilton. That is a really good thing. It's, have you, has there been a trailer out for it? Like, I haven't even seen anything. Does it look good? Yeah, in the trailer, they also release like uh, just a brief clip of the opening. Oh, cool. And, and I had I had chills already, and so I'm so so hyped and excited for it. And I just I'm just like so glad that someone thought to do that someone was like you know what we've really got something special here 
for this particular group of people and not everyone can go see Hamilton. I know you've gotten to see it on stage. I saw um, it with my mom. Yeah, and I have not had the privilege and the honor to, to see it on stage. And I've always been curious about like what it looks like because the music alone, I feel like tells this like really amazing story. And I'm almost like, I don't even need to see it, yeah. but I'm really excited that I'm gonna get to see it. Plus, <laughs> I'm, I'm I... very <laughs> yeah well i imagine seeing it like the film is going to be really cool and probably really different from like seeing it on stage too you know which really actually has like this kind of minimal like um uh, staging and stuff like that you know right and you'll get to see close-ups of like david diggs face yeah and you're gonna sweat, sweat rolling down their faces <laughs> and all that stuff <laughs> What's something you're grateful for? Um, I'm grateful for um, at my new job that all of my coworkers seem very friendly and that my new um, children's team, like my new immediate staff members that I'm working with are all um, incredibly friendly and they've been very welcoming. That's something That's awesome. my, my new team is really cool too. Oh, cool. Yeah, I heard their last boss was like a really cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Yeah. She didn't have a lot of hair, though. No, there was no hair. Uh, Freya, if we're in the shower together, um, I, I'll try to wash my hair, and she'd be like, uh, "She goes, there's no hair on your head." And then she'll go, "There's, she'll go, there's hair on your chin and hair on your belly," is what she says. It's so funny. And she says, "I have pretend hair. I have pretend hair on my head." Um, listeners, take a moment and think about, or say something, or yell out the window of your speeding vehicle safely, uh, something that you're thankful for. I'm gonna cue music during this part, though. All right, all right, let's see. I <laughs> uh, hope you take a moment to think about something. How's this? Can you still hear me when I do that? I can. Yeah, okay. It feels weird not having the music in the background. Yeah. <laughs> What if it's like one of those, um, what are those called? The parties where everyone wears the headphones? <laughs> like a, I don't know. Like Do a you know rain? what I'm talking about? Listeners, no, some, someone knows it's like, it's a party and everyone is wearing the headphones and they're listening to different songs, but they're dancing together. I've never heard of this. No, no, I'm going to send something to you. Someone right now is like screaming into their speaker that what the answer is, but it's a thing. Um, <laughs> Tess, what's something you love about yourself? Um, something I love about myself is that I am willing to change and grow. I feel like I've changed and grown a lot over uh, the past year. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, I'm secretly a person who resists change. Like as much as I try to say like, hey, change is just an opportunity, man. Like it's going to be great. I can't wait. Um, deep down inside I hate it um but I I have changed and I will change I'll Ooh. continue to change and I am proud of myself for that and uh that's something I love about myself as well you should be because it's not easy right you know how many times yeah. have you heard someone go I've changed my mind <laughs> not very often unfortunately yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what's something you love about yourself? Uh, I have <laughs> I have a strong desire to heal others' pain. <laughs> but we just talked about you can't heal everyone, right? Um, and you right. can only do what you can do. So you can't be unrealistic. But I don't know. Like, And I, I, I know I'm not the only one. But I feel like I'm very acutely aware of 
like how much, not like, I know suffering is a strong word, but suffering is the right word, that there is even before COVID. But just like when I see, what I think what bothers me is when I see someone, like let's say they went online and they did an angry rant about the last, the, the rise of Skywalker. What I see, I see suffering. That person is so sad and so angry over something that I feel they should not be that so sad and angry about. And I want to help them, you know what I mean? And uh, anyway, like this podcast is like our small little way in this in this big old planet of doing that exact thing. If someone can walk away and be like, oh, I heard that thing, or I had a good time, or I chuckled that one time, it was worth it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, listeners, um, what is something that you love about yourself? creepy also i really things sound creepier when you're in a zoom meeting like it sounds like a really like if i'm like oh yeah that looks good like i just everything feels creepier now for some reason um friends you have been listening to same team y'all this has been episode number oh i don't remember as i stare intently into tessa's face before we got into this i said eric we should um start renumbering the podcast Mainly because I don't remember what number we're on. Well, this has been number. <laughs> we're, we're in se- we're in season. We're in like the weird COVID season. Like the crazy. We're like the writers didn't know what to do, and they're like uh, diseases. <laughs> uh, you've been listening. <laughs> Episode number fifty-three. Uh, my name's Eric. My name is Tess. And once again, if you want to email us, that email is sameteamyall at gmail.com. Um, you can send us uh, stuff you're loving, um, tales from the library, really anything. We'll be happy to read it over and possibly read it on the show. And our Twitter handle is at sameteamyall. I know, we haven't practiced that in a while. You've been keeping the Twitter feed alive for the past year. I have, yeah. I, I post uh, inspirational memes and quotes and Spotify playlists and stuff, so head over there if you enjoy any of that content. Uh, two other things. If you have enjoyed yourself, please consider subscribing to this podcast. Um, like I said, I will also be uploading this onto YouTube, so you may have found us through YouTube, so that's great. Um, awesome. Uh, so consider subscribing to us, uh, giving us a positive review on iTunes. That would be really nice, too. Um, and also, I think... Have I, I don't think I've done... I think I'm gonna start releasing morning and afternoon. I don't know what I'm gonna call them, like check-ins with people. I don't know. I've been working. I'm, if you come up with a good name for it, I was thinking of uh, like a what did I write down here? Um, uh, same team, y'all. Morning moment and evening reflection. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I watched the one that you posted to th- this morning, and I have to say, I felt I felt more. <laughs> after I watched it so thank you for that you mean the one where I'm blowing the kisses everywhere (laughs) well that was more like like, hey, here are some kisses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm still working on an outline, but I think in 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 a perfect world, it'll be on our same team y'all channel, and I'll probably stream it live because there's something in my head like I like the idea of I got up, we're all getting up together. Let's all wake up together, and then at night we all 
get in separate beds and go to sleep. <laughs> um, so that should be posting soon, maybe tomorrow if I can figure it out. Um, once again, that is uh, same team y'all at YouTube. That's all the stuff, right? Yeah, that's all Get the it. stuff. Guys, thank you so, so, so much for listening. You are beautiful, stunning individuals. And remember, we love you. And not in a creepy way. Kind of in a creepy way. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>